I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for a lot, Jason. Um, family, uh, job, shelter, playing for the Patriots nine years. What's up, everybody? We're back here, double coverage with the McCordy twins. And before we get started, my wife's over. She's tuning in in studio in basement. And can we, when we say when we say wife and tuning in, we need you to clap. That's how it kind of is. She doesn't want to be on. She she doesn't want to be on camera or on the show today. She doesn't have earrings on. But either way, <laughs> she said she doesn't get her credit because she helps produce the show because she gives such tremendous ideas. So we wanted to make sure. Is this like? Oh, you haven't caught all the way up on this is us. Um, yeah. So yeah, don't don't get into. But it. I'm just saying. He says that to his wife. How she's giving. Uh, um, we don't stupendous. even know. Stupendous. He says stupendous ideas, and then he. It ended up he was lying, and he didn't even accept any of the ideas. Probably. So, like, that's what I think you just did to her. That's why I was saying that. We'll discuss that later when she leaves. Okay. Anywho, welcome to Double Coverage with the McCourty Twins. As you guys know, audio version you can find on iTunes. Let them see the shirt. That's a nice shirt. Audio version you can find mama, on iTunes. Mama, mama, we made it. Video version you can find on YouTube. Just mama, we made it. Double Coverage with the McCourty Twins. And as always, check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, no Snapchat, at McCordy Twins. When I was on, when I used to do quick stance with Mayo, every time they said we're on Instagram, he said, "You know, you know, you know, we got that Instagram, baby." Because Instagram's like more hit than like. Quick Facebook. shout out to our partners at Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins, Boston Medical Center, and Embrace Kids Foundation. We have all partnered to tackle the sickle cell disease. Visit tacklesicklecell.org for more info and whatever you need to know. Who we think won the T-shirt game this week, Jason? Is rocking a ramen noodles t-shirt repping the past when I used to eat ramen noodles. Dev is rocking a Super Mario Feel the Burn t-shirt. Everybody know that when you get that when you get that power, when you get the fire purchased at No, nah, we can't tell them all that. I'm one of those guys. But pretty soon I am starting to I, I want to launch my own t-shirt company. So what would you call it? I'm not sure yet, but I have two t-shirt ideas that are awesome. Last night I actually had a t-shirt idea and I wrote it in my phone. The step one. To becoming an entrepreneur. I'm proud of you. Shout out Marty Bennett, man. I'm lear I learned from him. If you need investors, don't call me. I don't need investors. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say we starting out with like the top cotton t-shirt. But it got to be good brand. Like the tag, you can't have the tag. It has to be the one where the size is in the shirt. That's you know not that I mean? great. This is decent. No, I feel this. This is really good. Oh, that's cheap material. Anywho, Jay keeps giving getting looks from his wife. I, I don't like. Yeah, I don't, I feel, I feel, I don't want you to be distracted but today because like, she's here. I feel like pressured. You know, like when you just can feel somebody looking over your shoulder, like their eyes are beaming in the back of your head. Not her though. That's how I feel. Like I could see if it was like somebody of them. And she's Hortons. and she's Puerto Rican, so she got like that that scare factor about her. You know, what I, I don't mean? know what that means. Uh, uh I'm not even getting into that. They're scary. Just know that I'm not getting into that. Yeah, scary and and, uh, we, and beautiful. Oh, what a night. <laughs> She's showing her dimples. Let's not focus on her too much, though. What's our first topic? Should be a good evening for me. Anywho, bye week recap. What'd you do for the bye week? We went to the Great Wolf Lodge, baby. And I know someone watching the show took a picture with us because that's messed up. Hey, from now on, and it was we, in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Whenever we go somewhere and someone says they want to take a picture or get something signed, we're going to make them log, log on to either YouTube or iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. That's a, why you didn't think of that when we were there? I didn't think of that. I mean, that's why I thought we had these wives with these great ideas. Yeah, yeah you give me producing show notes. <laughs> yeah, but now, nah, but they don't want to come up with those. But think about that. Our subscribers will grow or we won't take the picture. That's a great Straight like idea. That. 
That's and awesome if it's a idea. kid, they usually got an iPhone by now. Subscribe. So how was the Great Wolf Lodge? Indoor water park, hour away. It was awesome. Uh, had a great time. Um, daughter didn't sleep the first night, so I had to sleep in the twin bunk bed with her. Mm. Um, great night. You know, she actually slept pretty good with me in there after she was done playing with my chin hair. But as all parents... So how was the Great Wolf Lodge? I'm just saying, as all parents know, sometimes... You know, your daughter, these kids sleep wild at night. Around 3 a.m., she hit one of those quick turnovers. Boom! Hit her head on the side of the, uh, the, side of the wall. So how was the Great Wolf Lodge? It was great. I already said that. I'm yeah. telling a story from the Great Wolf Lodge. If you don't like my story, get up and get out. So, yeah, the Great Wolf Lodge was cool, man. The water park was fun. The kids had a great time. Uh, I, I'm sorry for anybody that asked me for a picture while we were in the wave pool, but it was a little dicey in there. I couldn't really... I couldn't really give up a hand. We didn't want our kids to drown. That's, yeah, that's just you know, facts. so it was just a little dicey in there. So I had to play it close. You can't be a great. You can't be a great person and you let your kid drown. A great just parent. Doesn't. I'm just saying you can't be a great person and take pictures of people. Oh, he's so nice. Yeah, before but his we kids but, drowning. Since we talk about parenting, before we get into the rest of the show. Uh oh. So this this is kind of part of the group chat stuff, but I just since we talking about parenting, somebody sent me a video. A bunch of people are in an Apple store. And I guess shots. And if you've ever been in an Apple store, you know the Apple store is packed. packed. And I guess shots are fired. But before the shots are fired, you see a man with his hands on a stroller, baby inside, mom sitting on the stool right in front of the stroller. Boom, boom, boom. Shots fired. Dad had to be a D2 to 3 running back. He got out of there. It was like... It was like the gun blew in the Olympics, and he took off, but he was jumping over hurdles, bobbing and weaving away from defensive linebackers, and he got out of the store while the mom was stumbling, bumbling, fumbling, trying to grab she the grabbed stroller that stroller to care of her baby. That's my baby. You in the store, you in a situation like that, you got your wife with you, you got your two kids in the double stroller. How are you supposed to react in that situation? And then if you react like that guy did, can you bounce back? I mean, if we take this way back in the day, you got to save the boy. Right. <laughs> wow. If it's me. Don't, uh, don't, uh, don't unsubscribe. If, it, if it's me. I'm just saying, back in the day, he's firstborn male. He carried me. I'm just saying. But um, I'm trying to grab the kids. I'm trying to get the kids. I'm trying to get one in the left arm, one in the right arm. And the wife? I mean, if I grab both kids, we can't be athletic enough to get up out of there together. So she got to fend for herself. No, I want her to get out and get in front, but that's why I'm going to take both kids. So by this time, she got a five-yard lead. I'm going to get there now. We're going to get there. All right. So in this But it's like on the plane. If you try to save everybody, they tell you put your mask on first because it's not. I mean, you try to put that mask on, and then you drop the other I'll, mask on. I'll, I'll never forget, and King of Queens, Doug, is on the plane. <laughs> And them oxygen, and the plane landed. They on the ground, and the oxygen mask drops, and him and Carrie sitting there, husband and wife, and he, and he was just breathing, and she was just sitting there, and she was pissed off at him, but it was just like, they say on a loudspeaker, yes. put your mask on before you help others. Before you attend to anyone else. So if them masks drop down, I'm going to have to look at my three kids and my wife like... <laughs> I'm breathing in that oxygen to make sure I can still, for one, I'm still there. Uh, for tonight. one, it also tells you to breathe regularly. Well, so don't do all that. Well, Doug was... <laughs> well, he's a little heavy set, so I don't know. Doug, you know is, know Doug is a very David Andrews type. Wow. I'm just saying how he acts in the show. Okay, I like that. We're also trying to get David Andrews to uh, get into the cool t-shirts today. We told him it fit him. So in this scenario where the guy runs out the store, 
can he bounce back with his wife or is, or are they what do you think could he bounce back melissa can you bounce back from something like that she says quote end quote it's hard i think so and the bible says you know you you take those vows for better or for worse sickness and health richer or poorer scaredy cat or not I mean, but bullets are flying. And it don't say death or not. So it's like if he allows her to stay there and get shot, then what? He got to die. He though. can't bounce back. He got to die in that situation. No, that's, that's crazy. Even worse. Not, I'm not saying he has it, but he has to. He, you can't oh, leave. Oh, you're saying he, he can't Yeah, he you can't, can't leave. leave. Sacrifice instead. But you know the crazy thing is none of us know what we would do. Bullets start flying, man. None of us know. That 4340 might kick in. Nobody knows what they'll do. You run, say, I don't know. So Hopefully no one was hurt. That's why we talking about this video. We should have probably researched that first before we talked about it. Yeah, it could have just been like an Instagram meme type thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you never know on social media these yeah. days. Can we so, get back to regular schedule yeah, program? Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was pretty cool. Uh, you I'm didn't have out. to read the question first. You could have just talked about it. I was asking you, but then I figured I'd answer uh, it. Thank you. I feel like you've been dominating the show so far. So it's That's always a good thing. Hung out at Dev's house. Man, it was like a, it was like a daycare though. I mean... <laughs> Dev's kids just snotty noses and crying and Bro, one of my kids is six months, so like he it was he wasn't the problem. Now my other kid, she could be a monster. Kids crying, kids don't want to eat. Mom's mad that the kids don't want to eat. But we do you know when you left? You know how my Thanksgiving ended? My wife got mad at me because I let London up from her seat and she didn't finish eating. It's too much going on. I got screamed on for that. Cause she didn't, I didn't feel like she should be, she should be stuck in her high chair watching her cousins have fun as her mom sits there with a ruler basically saying, eat, eat. It was a fun holiday though. I had fun. I'm cool very, to be around family. Very, had, very thankful. I had two of the young guys, Duke Dawson, Jamal Wilkes came over, spent Thanksgiving with us. Food was good. Produced by the wives. They're just producing everything nowadays. So definitely some good family time. What, what, what are you thankful for this, this I'm thankful for I'm thankful for a lot, Jason. Um, family, uh, job, shelter, food. I'm I'm just thankful for a lot. Playing for the Patriots nine years, you know. I would say the same. It's been good. I'm yeah. thankful for the little girl upstairs crying. Right I was now. just about to say, man, we gotta get out your basement. Nobody wanna hear your kids. Crying. They can't hear. Them. We we got great mics. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'd say I'm. I'm thankful to be blessed. Been blessed with a lot. You know, uh, the good Lord chose me to to be here on this team with you fellow men. Uh, gave me an awesome wife because she's here. So I want to make sure she knows that um, three amazing kids that are terribly annoying at times, but they're awesome at other times. So a lot a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving time. So, yeah, your kids are. Right. Yeah, they're, they're not too bad, man. Right. Not too shabby. Are you going to tell a story about Lily? What's From going? class? What class? Lily in her class. Oh, I was pretty proud of her. Uh, she had, We had parent-teacher uh, conferences in. That you missed. Well, my wife scheduled it at a time I couldn't go. I don't ever know your schedule. How am I supposed to know when to schedule it? Oh, so, so uh, of course, I couldn't be there. But they do this thing where they take, what, what's the monkey's name? H? The monkey's name, my, I guess my wife would say so. The monkey's name is H, I think. So each weekend, the different kid gets it. You get to show what you did with H. You take a picture, and it comes with a little book 
you write down what you and H did on the weekend and you post your little picture on the page. That's cool. So whenever they did it, Friday they were about to leave for the weekend. The teacher said, who wants H for the weekend? So every kid was, me, 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 I want H, give me H, me and H will have a blast. And they said, my daughter, which this, you know there's a saying in football where they say you can't overcome bad coaching, which is true. <laughs> but I feel like you can overcome some bad parenting or just subpar parenting because sometimes they do things that are great and you're in a, you're just amazed. You're like, wow, did I teach them that? Like, no, nah, you're amazed because you like, I didn't teach them that. No, no, you know, that means she's paying attention. But every kid's raising their hand, going crazy, jumping up and down. And they said she was in the back with her hands together and was just sitting there with her eyes closed. So the teacher asked her later on, she ended up choosing Liana to take H on. And she asked her, what was she doing? And she was like, well, I was just praying that you chose me because I really wanted to take H on. And I was just so proud because we do our prayers at night and we talk about it. But you don't know if they're really like listening or what. And the hero, and I talked to her about it. And she's the type of kid where it's just like she's too cool. Or she was just like, I know mommy and daddy, I did it. I don't want to talk about it, but... I was really, I was really proud of her. I was a, oh, she wouldn't tell y'all. She didn't like talk about. I it. think she, she told her, but she didn't want to like go into detail. Right? Yeah, yeah. She watches these TV shows, and there's this saying like one of these shows she watched where the kids on the show say, "Bam, what?" So she walks around the house all day, and she's just like, "Bam, what?" So when me and Melissa <laughs> do it, we're like, "Yeah, Lily, bam, what?" With the high five up. <laughs> Can you please stop? That's not how they say it. Can you please stop? <laughs> And she's five, but I'm still in my bam. What? So y'all have already become the not so cool parents. Oh, I'm I am that parent. I'm the parent that I'm not dropping off. I'm coming inside, like I'm dressing the part. Yo, you like, can't be the the non cool parent at 31. That is bad. And that TV show is Liv and Maddie. But if you look at it reverse, I may just be the cool parent with the uncool kid, and I'm trying to help him out. <laughs> so like, she may not realize that right now, but. That may be kind of you how might be a savior. How it's evolving, you yeah. know what I mean? She may need to listen and get more. Hit. Speaking of being thankful, got a win this weekend. Definitely, uh, always nice to win on the road. I mean, it was fun. We got to win back in Jersey um, the night before we played our high school. Um, Saint Joe, Saint Joe's Montvale, beat up on Bergen Catholic. Where Check us that? out right there. You feel me? Double hey, uniforms and stuff look a lot better now. One um, of our rivals in high school, uh, Brian Cushion actually went to that school. We bet dinner. What's up, Brian Cushion? We, we bet dinner on the game. We'll so. get that in the offseason. Yeah, looking, he, steak, he said something dinner. about Wendy's, but I'm looking for expensive steak. Steak dinner or something. Yeah, he got it. So. so We won 13 to zip. Shut, Shut out. Shut out. At Jinx. MetLife. And we had we spoken in this. And we, we said that all week. Um, so on the young athletes out there, St. Joseph's Regional High School, Montvale, And in New, New York, New Jersey. I guess Connecticut, too, nowadays. Who head, knows how it there, works. You know? So, Augie Hoffman, head football coach. Yep, definitely. Barry uh, Donnelly, director of the school. I mean, whatever it? you need, reach out to us. Anyway, at McCourty Twins, we'll get you in. Like you said, man, uh, nice to get a win on the roll. Uh, go out there. Uh, Steph comes up with an interception. Uh, Big pick. Offense doesn't turn the ball over. Sony ran the heck out of Well, not Sony. PlayStation is what we call them. Ran the heck out of the ball. Uh, when Gronk came back, got to see the. I got asked in an interview today about Gronk was back and Sony was huge. about Gronk being back. What was the best part? I said I got to see the Gronk spike. <laughs> Who doesn't want to? You, did you, when I did when I did the press conference after the game, Gronk walked in to go next. Yeah, I saw and this. they were like, uh, "How was it uh, seeing this guy back out there?" I was like, "It's cool. I mean, we lock him up all week in practice, so it's good when he actually does well on Sunday." And it's true. We saw it. You know what I mean? He knows. He knows. The locking up part. You don't no. see that? 
don't know quite about that. What's going on around the league, man? Uh, Cleveland Browns took on Cincinnati, and a familiar foe was on the sidelines for the Cleveland. I stay out of this, man. All of this Cleveland stuff. This is right down your alley, man. You like to you dibble and dabble. You tiptoe it a little bit. You know what I mean? Speak your mind, man. Speak your truth, man. I saw. Um, I saw. They said well, I didn't see it, but I guess after the game, Hugh went to give Baker Mayfield a hug and he hit him with that. Like when, when you know that's went example for the hand, of, went for the got a handshake. Went, that's like you you I with your you like with that. your new girlfriend. That was a Trey song song. Yeah. But you with your new girlfriend and you running to your old girlfriend, but the old girlfriend don't know that you with your new girlfriend. She don't know who shorty this is. This sound so, like a mess already. So, so the old girlfriend see you and she like, hey, Dev, how you doing? And how and you, you like, oh. oh. <laughs> you reach back and throw the hand out there. You like, chill. Not here. Exactly. Not so I guess that was that was kind of Baker Mayfield's approach. He was looking like, nah, coach, we, we not. We, we not, wasn't we like not. that. So it I saw like after that. the game, he was kind of he was kind of upset. I don't want to quote. I don't, I don't, I don't know the exact words but it was more or less he felt a little I guess slighted Slight. maybe didn't like the fact that Hugh was with them one week then went to go to a team that they play twice a year when it comes to that I mean that's our business cut I the mean, check it sucks but it is what it is cut the check if the Patriots cut you tomorrow and the and the Jets want you or the Miami wants you or the Bills want you you're gonna go there and play some football that's just how it goes and for Hugh got got cut in Cleveland and Cincinnati opened up the door, so he went there. Uh, but I guess that just goes to show. I guess Baker wasn't too fond of him when he was in Cleveland. So, that and then I, I don't over. think it helped. Uh, they said Hugh Jackson did like a media tour, where I guess he was on like first take and maybe Fox and all of that. Um, so I'm sure, like when you do those things, you got to talk about the team. I'm not sure if he ever. Oh, he said all. Uh, he's mentioned all the quarterbacks he wanted. It was Carson Wentz. Um, it was a couple other people that he mentioned. None, none were Baker Mayfield. No, I don't think he mentioned Baker. So um, Baker's out there balling. You sure he did? He turned up. So um, all of that, all of that comes in. You know, rival you, game already. You, Paul Brown. You know, what I mean, Paul Brown was in Cleveland mm-hmm. originally, mm-hmm. and then he moved that franchise mm-hmm. to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Some history in a little that. history lesson. Demaris right Randall picked the ball off and handed it right to Hugh on the sideline. I still don't get that though. Was that because when he handed it to Hugh, Hugh patted him on the back? He said he never got him a game ball while he was the coach, so that so was a game ball. He so said that he was like a sincere about, thing. But he said, it, he, this is your thing, too. He said he talked it into existence. Yeah, hey, you got Series to before that, he said, man, I'm about to get a pick, and I'm going to hand the ball right to you. I think, that, I think he's been having a pretty good season, no, too. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I, but I think it was more sincere. What not. is it like to play against? I mean, we've gone against uh, Matty P this year. Uh, who else have we gone I think against? it's a little different, though, because like we, Maddie and uh, Vrabel, I didn't play with Vrabel, but mm-hmm. obviously being a coach for Matt, but they were like the head coach. Like, we don't even know how much influence mm-hmm. Hugh Jackson has. In like, he's been there for, what, a week, two mm-hmm. weeks? Like, we don't know. And I think, you know, like always, though, once he went to Cincy, they're about to play. The whole the media is going to write, Hugh Jackson just left Cleveland. He knows everything Cleveland. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, football's played between the two white lines, and that's usually what decides it. Not a former coach being on staff. It's really four white lines. You got the sidelines in the back of the end zone. Yeah, but you only run on the field from the side, so. That's how it's always been explained to me. I mean, but if you want to be all technical. Jacksonville fires their offensive coordinator, Nate Hackett. He said uh, he got called to the head coach's office, and he thought he was getting called to talk about a QB change. But they were letting him know he was out the door. And 
said he was a little disappointed. Didn't Somebody's got to take happening. the blame. Said they were. I saw somebody said offensively injuries have just decimated them. Offensive line. Leonard Fournette has been out of the lineup a ton, um, up and down from Blake Bortles. So it was just like he felt raw in, and it's, that, that brings up the Wasn't discussion. Wasn't he in Tennessee? No, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think so. Um, that brings up the discussion because uh, who do you blame when things don't go right? Is it the players' fault? Is it the coaches' fault? Every scenario is different. You have a team like this who they were bad for a lot of years, and then last year they played in the AFC Championship. They were a game away from being in the Super Bowl. Um, so, like, when you have those kind of changes, the front office is obviously doing their job. You know, you have Tom Coughlin who's won multiple Super Bowls. Uh, a guy like Doug Marone who went to Syracuse and won. Um, went to Buffalo and actually had Buffalo playing really good football um, before that whole thing kind of fell apart. Um, so I think then you go, when it's not those two guys that are kind of the head of the snake, you probably go through the coaching staff and then it's the players. Like it's always a trickle-down effect. And, you know, once, you know, coaches or GM front office have been somewhere for a while, you stop blaming the players and you blame them. So um, you just hope wherever you are, it's not your turn to take the blame. Yeah. And That's for Hackett, it was his turn. Throughout these, I guess, 10 years now, I always talk to my wife about different things that go on within the team. And I remember one year she said to me, why does it seem like every time you come home, whenever you talk about something or you complain about something, you always blame the coaches? And I said to her, because it's always their fault <laughs> if we mess up. I said, it's their fault. When they're in the meetings, they probably sitting there watching. they probably like, man, McCourty sucks. He's killing it's his defense. Fault. And we sitting there as players, and we in the locker room like, man, that call sucked. If it weren't for that call, if we would have ran that zone, we would have been good. That's true. So I think that's just a scenario. Whose fault is it? Whoever you ask is going to be the other person's fault. It's somebody else's fault. Exactly. But that's what we all do. I mean, everyone does that. I think there's always, I think it's human nature. There's always a certain level of complaining. But I think at the end of the day, I may complain to you. I may complain to this person. But when we get back in that meeting and we get back in that setting, all right, gotta be what, all what do we have to do yeah. to fix whatever's going on to get to where we want to get? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main objective. But I guess to the OC, I mean, they did end up naming Cody Kessler uh, the quarterback. Uh, Cody, a guy I was with last year, awesome, awesome guy, hard worker, uh, wants to do right. Um, excited for him for an opportunity like that. Obviously, like you said, in Jacksonville is a good football team, a team that played in the AFC Championship game and last that's year. that's always a tough year when you play in the AFC Championship game. I don't know what their record is right now, um, but I know they've lost. They've fallen short. Of, they've lost a couple games, but I think, like, Bill always says to us, no matter what happens at the end of the year, um, whether we, we've lost in AFC Championship games, we lost in the Super Bowl, he always says, don't walk away saying we'll be back here mm. next year because it's never promised. Like, you don't know how everything plays out. And you know how much work it took for you to you get, get there. there first time. You don't know if that's always just going to roll over into the next season. So, um, you know, being in their position, like, that is always a tough year. Um, you know, so you'll see how it all plays out. But whenever it doesn't go as expected, we all know change is a coming. Change is coming. Don't say. Hold on. Hold on. Damn, that was pretty nice. That wasn't bad. Oh, oh, right. Like somebody listening, but I was like, ooh, I don't know which one it was, but one of them could sing a I little bit. I think it is. They'll say the guy with the feel the burn. Well, they could be listening. They don't have to be watching. Oh, yeah. You got to remember. Hey, shout out, my oh. guy, shout out my guy, yo. Phillip Rivers, one in completion. There's an audio version in the video. Yeah, I know that. 
25 straight Besides Tom Brady, Phil Rivers has always been my favorite quarterback. I just think the way he competes, he's fiery. Fiery. Played with a torn ACL a couple years ago on a play. Like, come on, man. He torched us last year. What are we doing? Yeah, he's a beast. He had 25 straight completion. 25? Like, what? Are, like that is just amazing. Yeah. I remember I saw that stat. It was, I think it was 28 or 29. I was like, that got to be an error. Yeah, he was. That was that's almost game. as crazy as last week or whatever that was. We was watching the Saints, and um, Mike Thomas had like eighty. What was it, like eighty two catches on ninety two targets or something, something ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, him and Drew Brees' percentage was like eighty nine percent. And we're not talking about bubble screens. Yeah, a guy that goes down, catches at every level of the defense. So yeah, a guy like Phillip Rivers has been doing it for so long. hasn't hasn't won a Super Bowl, but. An elite, elite quarterback. Father uh, Time just not messing with him. Yeah. Same thing with TB. Tom, Drew. I mean, even Josh right. McCown Sunday. Yeah. I said to him, I said, Josh, after the game, I said, everybody keeps talking about you. He old. out here scrambling. So you out here running, yeah. moving. A ton of respect for that guy. Great I know guy. when I got to Cleveland last year, anybody that talked about him, I mean, they were just high going praises. on and on. High praise. Uh, they wanted to keep him there as a quarterback coach, but he wanted to continue his career. As I'm sitting there, we played the Jets last year, and when we got ready to play them, <laughs> everybody was just – and I'm, I remember turning to uh, my fellow corner, Jamar Tell, I was just like, so why did they release him? Like, <laughs> we need a quarterback. He was there. Like, Awesome guy. Got a chance to talk to him last year at PAO. Yeah. So, uh, really good dude. Better, better man than football player and quarterback, all of that. Definitely. We both picked him up back-to-back uh, weeks last year. Yeah, I know. He told us. But neither it. one of us got a pick this year. So, that's up. Andy Dalton to IR. What does it mean to a team when you lose your starting quarterback? I don't know. I've Is never, it, I've never done it. But just hearing about the 08 season, um, about oh, actually no. And when Jimmy, when uh, Tom got suspended, no, no, but he's coming back. Yeah. I'm talking about your, your quarterbacks on IR. I, I think everyone has to step up. Uh, I think you have to see it Mm-mm. as the season's not over. Mm-mm. I mean, the Patriots they didn't make the playoffs, but they went ten and five. Mm-mm. I mean, ten and six Mm-mm. or eleven and five. One, they Mm-mm. did one of those two things. Everybody in Cincy, you know what they did when they put them on IR? Booked it, booked it off. They went on Southwest. <laughs> they started booking a vacation. The countdown starts. Boop. Hit the clock. Where are they at in the Boop. AFC? Hit the clock. Oh, I don't like, know. They're like third. I, I don't think, know where now. we're at. Yeah. It's a tough break, and he had been playing really good football. Honey, this year. honey, honey, did you pack my swim shorts? <laughs> where are we going? I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to tell you no because you've done that way more than I have. So, wow. I mean, I don't know. Wow. I have no idea. Have I had a quarterback go on IR? Well, I'm talking about packing for vacation. And yeah. Just, yeah. I'm the, just, I mean, I've, so, I've, usually, usually playing your vacation uh, that first game after Thanksgiving or after that game? Well, you wait till it hits December. Real football starts after Thanksgiving. Jason's heard that over and over again. I'm finding out what it means. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> Because what is what would the fake football be? I don't know. Yeah. Let's not get cut talking about that. I still need my checks. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> so big. Anyway, uh, Popovich. This is unlikely. I feel like this is like not. This normal. is very. This is very abnormal. Yeah, I feel like Popovich Pop said, is like the NBA's version of Bill Belichick. Like, Pop said. Pop said. And I don't know. I I hate doing this because I didn't read the whole transcript. But the quote, I only saw this one quote. Um, Kawhi Leonard is a, is a, is a great player. Was, he said was, but I guess he meant as yeah, a Spurs. As a Spurs, a great player, but he wasn't. He wasn't really a leader. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Kawhi Leonard responded and said, I guess when you don't play there anymore. I guess when you leave, they forget how, how you let. Yeah, so, hey, all we know is the guy didn't play last year. There has to be sour feelings. No matter how, no matter how much both sides kind of took the high road during the split, somebody angry. Can you lead if you're not out there playing? You definitely. But you have... You can't lead like I don't think there was a way Kawhi led last year. Like the the guys on the team didn't know if he was hurt or so, if he wasn't hurt. So like maybe so what Popovich is saying could really accurate for last. And I think Kawhi is saying, but all right, you, if you want to take last year, just and put eliminate. It me, can you just eliminate? Like, can you be a leader? Can you be on a t- this team in your ninth season? And can you be a captain and a leader for eight years? And then your ninth season. Just put like a a, a N dash A. Yeah, because he was basically on IR. But the reports and how it came out is what killed it. So I do. He I don't so think he could IR, be a leader last year. You're on IR. Your team's playing and. Uh, but he uh, was away from the team a lot. Team's last playing year in too. a wild card game and you're at home. I don't. What do you mean? Can that happen? Can, like yes, should, that can happen. You shouldn't. Be, you don't think you should be there? I mean, you might be able to be there, but you don't have to be there. If you're hurt, you can't be there. I mean, there's but so much you can help. But it doesn't mean he's not a so leader. So I mean, can you lead if you yes, can't Yes, you can lead, but it doesn't mean you have to be at the game. I, I don't know his situation. He could have been leading. You could lead all throughout the week. Help with the game plan, do all of that stuff. Maybe I don't want to sit out in the cold. Well, they were, in, they were inside. But we're not talking about that. I agree. He probably wasn't a leader last year. But he led them to that. He led them to some championships. Finals MVP. Or was he not a leader and just was putting the ball in the bucket and striking? That's what it? I'm saying. Maybe he was. We don't know. But like we said, the reason we're reporting this is because it's very abnormal coming out of. And the reason we're reporting this because they're about to play each other. Yeah. I wish I could go. Who you got winning? Toronto. Well, I, I have to know where the game's at too. But I would go Toronto off the bat because Kawhi is that good. The call he had, he made people remember. I am out of sight, out of mind. He had to remind them. He, he says right now he's showing. Y'all must have forgot. You forgot, mentioned LeBron, forgot. KD. You don't leave out Kawhi. Hey man, hey, I get on a fight on the field. You better come off the sideline like Leonard Fournette did. If he don't get suspended, there's a chance. But he gets suspended. I just didn't. You just hear me two minutes ago say I ain't losing my checks, not for you. Not for your wife. How does a fight like that start? It's just, it's real out there, man. Real football starts after Thanksgiving. Both those teams know that. Both those teams played each other last year in the playoffs. No love loss. It's intense out there. Josh Allen came back. Ramsey said Josh Allen sucked in the beginning of the year. The team had Josh Allen's back. Josh Allen had almost 100 yards. Josh Allen had Josh Allen's back. Like, we knew it was about to go down. Man, and a, I guess it was he like a, in that fight. Boy. I guess it was like a questionable catch in the end zone. Didn't really look like it should be a scuffle going on, but a scuffle breaks out. Man, Fournette came off his sideline was on the other side. Leonard Fournette, though, smart guy, kept the helmet on, the helmet came on. ready, like we always talk about. Helmet and kept the coming helmet off, on, but didn't strap it. Threw haymakers at the opponent's helmet. Just because you might not have, I've seen some guys do that. That don't bother those hands. Punching a helmet. Hey, they got it in though. I wonder what happens. You know, what I mean, what happens? Like suspension is it? I mean, well, I guess 
I guess this would be my topic. I've been a part of. I've been a part of. Oh yeah. I've been a part of some fights. I remember we played Houston at home. All you got to do is say. Uh, all you got to do is say Andre, I'm, I'm Andre Johnson, I remember, Finnegan. Everybody know. I remember you we played Houston. I remember we played Houston at home. This was a year or two before that fight, though. And a whole fight breaks out on Houston sideline. It started with Dre and Court going after it, and Dre yanks Court's whole face mask down on the sideline. And you remember the old cornerback Dante Robinson? Mm-hmm. He, I remember, I remember him because he uh, was in a contract year and got his cleats done up, and it said like "Pay me" to whoever the GM's name was on it. But he was over there. Dre pulls Court's helmet off. And he's over there punching him in the face. We had like two D linemen get ejected that ran all the way over on the sideline. And at that point, everybody on our sideline was stopping anybody from going. So this happened that year. So you fast forward to two years, then we're down in Houston playing. And um, Dre and Court, like, let me let me preface this by saying, Cortland Finnegan, awesome, awesome guy. Uh, done tremendous work in the community. Really good football player. But let me like tell you a little bit of background on Court. This guy is a seven-round draft pick out of Samford. Not Stanford. Samford in Birmingham, Alabama. Seven-round draft pick. So part of his edge that got him to where he got to 11 years in the NFL. Is being an a-hole. Was playing with an edge. Being an a-hole. Playing with an edge. Yeah. And that's what he did. So he would. He would he he's would not po- the only one. He would poke the giant. A yeah, lot. he's not the only one that does that. And it was years and years. And I remember one time he had Dre on the bottom of pile. This is my rookie year, and he has his form and his neck, all type of stuff. But I got Dre had enough. So we playing. He rips Court's helmet off. Court rips his helmet off. And then next thing you know, the fight broke. Punches out. are flying. Yeah, I'm. I'm you at run the in there. I'm at the you bottom. You get thrown the at the bottom. No, no, of the no, pile. no. I'm locked up. I'm locked up at the bottom of the pile. And I don't remember, who was it? It was uh, Ward, the running back, told me he was going to beat me up after the game, all type of stuff. And I was just like, I, I don't think I'm going to see him after the game. Like, usually we get on the bus or straight to the airport. Like, oh. hey, that is, I wonder what happened, though, that, because Buffalo has a stadium where you, where, where you come out the locker rooms, like, you are, you are like, Right there, like everything's packed in that tunnel. So I do wonder. I said, "Man, my bad, man." I do wonder what happened. Nah, you don't know that. Mm. Fights in the NFL, man. Dang, NFL lose it. Well, Forty Niners release Ruben Foster. Keeping up with the news. Uh, Tough situation. We like to stay away from. We don't agree with domestic violence of any sorts. Um, Situation where a guy battles through an off season. Uh, of you know different run-ins I think he had a gun possession uh, drug possession Um, then the whole domestic violence case breaks out uh, ends up falling on his side I think it was uh, his girl on and off girlfriend uh, got in another fight and it was accused him or something and then past this past Saturday um, supposedly another altercation police are called they come to the team hotel he's arrested how do you even play a football game the next day as a team? And then how do you deal with that as an organization? They decided to just cut ties, release yeah, him right I away. Mean, the crazy thing to me was it was the day before, the, it was the night before the game. But it wasn't like he was late to curfew or anything. Like, we do have time. Like you said, you used to go out and eat every time when you went away games. Yeah, with uh, Jarrell Casey, Derek Morgan, yes. Rackle. But it's not like... But it's like if if your wife flew into the city, you would grab dinner with her. No, we went to Nashville, and she flew into the city, and I did not grab dinner with her because I'm but that on was time, a business trip. Time permitted. That's not what we're here talking about. Answer the question. My thing is, as I was saying this, it's the night before the game, and I just feel like the chances of something happening 
domestic violence, whatever it is, traffic stop, where an arrest is involved should be slim to none, and I don't know slim. So it should be none. I just feel like this is all out focus. We got a game tomorrow. We're locked in. We're ready to go. Everything's about our opponent. This is our 24-hour window where it's just football. You know what I mean? I may go up to my room and watch a Netflix show or watch a college game to kind of decompress, but I don't understand how something like this can take place. You know what I mean? But at the same time, football, whatever it is, nothing gets put on pause to deal with personal issues. Whatever you have going on personally, it arises when it arises. But in this situation, you got to find a way to not put yourself in the same situation that you were in prior. You know what I mean? And you hate to see it because a situation like this, you're like, does he get another chance in the league? You know? Yeah, to me it's tough too because I, I think you deal with two people's lives now change. You know, uh, his girlfriend – and, and what they deal with, and now you have a situation where, you know, a woman goes through a domestic violence case, so does he. You know, I think the situation just needs hands on it. Mm. It needs help. It needs help from the outside in. It needs people who truly are invested in his life and her life to get involved, not invested in him football. being a football player mm -hmm. or him making them money of any sort, just his life. Um, and I think you've seen that. Like, I mean, we're good friends with Ray Rice, and all of that happened. Him and his wife together, two beautiful kids, beautiful home. And he and was back in Baltimore and he's a couple out talking years ago. About it, the impact that it had on their by lives. By allowing and, people to put hands on and helping the situation. So uh, definitely prayers up for that whole situation, mm -hmm. everyone involved, of trying to make a wrong and making it right. We all make mistakes. Um, big or smaller, doesn't matter. Mistake's a mistake. Uh, hopefully that all gets kind of rectified. Yeah, definitely. I like the way you just wrapped that up just with the fact that one person's sin is not better or worse than the next person's sin. We all we all do it, and we all gotta we all gotta bounce back from mm -hmm. it, you know. So, um, who lost the week? I mean, I, you got Hugh down there. Why I Hugh feel like a lot of people lost the week. I mean, Hugh lost the weekend because he left Cleveland, and this is the battle of Ohio. Like, yeah. this is a big thing. Like, this is down the road. You know what I mean? Cincinnati, Cleveland, the battle of Ohio. You weren't beating them when you're in Cleveland. You leave Cleveland, you go to Cincinnati. And now Cleveland beats them. That so is it's a like bad they look. hand you the football. Baker Mayfield don't want to be friends. It's just it's a rough situation. You know what I mean? But it's just like at the same time, Leonard Fournette, Lawson, they lost the weekend because they're gonna get hefty fines. So mm -hmm. it's just like it's a lot of losing the weekend. Ruben Foster gets released. That's, Hackett gets fired. Yeah, it's a lot of a, losing a going lot, on this lot, weekend. A lot of L's going on this weekend. Man. Who won the weekend though? Shout out Kansas football. I won the um, weekend. Yeah, we're not here for. But self. before you get started, I won the weekend because I've I've given some pretty good compliments throughout this segment with my wife sitting courtside. So, but today you know the weekend. I won over. the evening. Yeah, she should be really nice to me this evening. That's debatable. You you've, you've said some questionable things that just don't get they don't get forgotten. You know what I mean? You don't, you talk about your kids. You talk about your kid might not be. It might not be you to love, down, cool love, down. Love should overpower everything. I agree with you. Love does not anger. That woman made vows. <laughs> she better stick to it. Yo, like I was saying. Who won the weekend? Kansas football, historically known as one as the worst. They beat Rutgers. They, they did beat Rutgers. That's why I'm over here like, yeah. shit, like I don't want to call them the worst. Because, everybody, everybody beat Rutgers. But we almost beat Michigan State. So We played. Yo, I Proud of the way we played down the down the played Michigan tough. No, played Penn State tough the week before. 
play Michigan State tough to end the end the season. But Kansas Kansas hires Les Miles. Ooh, big hire. Les Miles. Coach. He, was, he was here during camp at one point, wasn't he? I don't think so. Les Miles was at LSU mm-hmm. where he won a national championship. Um, if you had a chance to check out his opening speech, he kind of went blank for a little while. But his football record is not blank. He does win a lot of football games. Uh, great recruiter in, uh, at Louisiana. How do you know? Did he recruit you? No. Nah, nope. I, play, I played with LSU guys. I wasn't good enough to go to LSU. That's not a secret. We share my story here. Cody Kessler. Also went in the weekend. Starter. Um, did he get in in that game too? Did they pull? I didn't watch it. I was. I think. Uh, I, I think was, Blake got benched. I played the Jets. I did read that. I did. Yeah. Read that. Cyrus Jones winner. Cyrus won Jones the won the weekend. Punt return. We Facetimed him on a playing my dog back in Baltimore, his hometown. Punt return. I heard it ignited the team. Seventy yard um, punt return. Touchdown. First touchdown of his career. Great dude. Great dude. Definitely. More than an athlete shout out this week going for the week 11 NFL PA community MVP Cam Newton doing it big for Thanksgiving uh, gave meals to more than 1200 1200 underprivileged kids and some of their family members. That's awesome. And his I think it was what the seventh yeah seventh annual Cam's Thanksgiving Jam. While we on it uh, Lawrence Guy and Andrea Guy. Also won the weekend, uh, teamed up with the Boys and Girls Club. We got a chance to attend that with them. Where they didn't only give out food. We, gave, we uh, served food, full meals, yep. uh, pies. Then we gave people turkeys to take home. And then they did a raffle and gave away three mattresses with a complete bed set. So Blender, crock, uh, crock, crock pot. pot. They gave, I mean, they gave away that stuff awesome. all, all night. Um, so shout out to guys. Uh, awesome well, more, job. More his wife than him. Yeah. Larry's a good guy, though. Yeah, I guess he's all Shout right. Shout out Light Skin Larry. Definitely, definitely. Thank you guys once again for tuning in. That's a wrap. Millie. Wow. Uh, as you guys all know, check us out on iTunes, audio version. Mama, we made it. Also, go on YouTube, double coverage with the McCordy. Check us out on, on YouTube, one. though, because you can see me hit that Millie on Make YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Thank you again to our partners, Boston Medical Center and Embrace Kids, and our wonderful, wonderful guest producer, Melissa McCord. You did an awesome job over there texting today. We just appreciate- She's not even paying attention. She over there with his credit card buying something. We just appreciate your presence down here. Me, Dev, Kev, we appreciate it. We couldn't have done this without- Well, actually, we could have, so I'm not going to say Whenever that. you want to come and actually be on the set- you're welcome. Oh to no, come. we we lined up. We lined up a schedule. We'll get you on. You yeah. and your you and your other half. Thank you, guys.